0: Proud to have on the phone today my friend Gary Mule Deer, Spearfish, South Dakota, world-renowned comedian, member of the Grand Ole Opry. Gary, we just saw your new documentary, Gary Mule Deer, Showbiz is My Life, But I Can't Prove It. It was fantastic. How'd it come about? It came about with some guys coming
1: to me from VIA Productions in Memphis about six years ago, and they've been fans of mine since they were 10. Bart Shannon is the director. Billy Worley was the producer. And they came to me and said they wanted to do a documentary on my career and my life. And I said, okay. So they came to Spearfish. We started the Park Pavilion, where I kind of started my career. And we shot everything there. Uh, they shot me all day. They shot Nita, my wife Nita. And they we talked about what the pavilion meant to me. You know, I mean, starting out with the opening for my band, the carols open for people like, Jerry Lee Lewis and the Ventures and uh, the Everly Brothers, people like that, the Champs with Gwen Campbell back in those days. Now, there, and then when I went into folk music and left, I came back in 1980 to do the festival in the park, and uh, that's where I met Nita. She was visiting here too. We've been together ever since. But that pavilion is a very special place for us. Ten years later, after I worked with all those guys in in the 60s, 67. I came back and worked with them later. I ended up opening for them. I got to be friends with all of them. It was amazing. You know, once I met them in California.
0: Now, in the show, it's a it's a who's who of comedians. My goodness. Yeah.
1: Pretty amazing bunch. They went and talked to, to a lot of people and interviewed them. Steve Martin, David Letterman, Dave Leno, Conan O'Brien, Alice Cooper, Vince Gill and Amy Grant, Kevin Nealon, and Carrot Top, who was a big, I was a big influence on him. And then my good friends, Tim Thomerson, Tom Dreesen, and Jimmy J.J. Walker, you know, from the comedy stores. So, and that's just a few. There's some other interviews in there also, but that's the main ones, yeah.
0: I'm sure, you know, back then, trying to have enough money to live was tough, but, boy, it had to be fun hanging out with all those people.
1: Well, it was pretty incredible, you know. Even here, when I was working in the pavilion, you know, at the Vaqueros or working clubs around here, like in Deadwood, the Buffalo Bar, and the VFW Club and all that stuff, I was actually enrolled in college up here at that time. But during those seven years I I would go up and enroll, I just never went to class. I uh I think I ended up I ended up I think with uh, an A in Archery. I think that was about it. For all those seven years I was going to school, I was here. Didn't leave until sixty five I think I went. And my my partner and I were we were called the Black Hills Two, Dennis Ryder and I and we did a Kingston Trio song and a Smothers Brothers Routine. We won the college talent contest, and that got us to Denver. And he came home, and I stayed there and worked for a year at every club I could work. And then I hitchhiked my way and talked my way into going out to California with the guy. And that's when I started, you know, my career with getting into groups like the New Society and Bandana, RCA, Victor Records, and all that kind of thing. So it's been quite a ride, and it's still going, you know, that becoming the 230th member of the Opry now is big. And now I'm going to go into the South Dakota Hall of Fame on September 9th. Yeah, I so.
0: heard that. Congratulations. You and well, my I'm, you and my buddy uh, Adam Vinatieri. Yes, Adam. I'm anxious to meet him. <laughs> so you mentioned Alice Cooper. You ever golf with him? I've I probably golfed
1: with Alice 30 or 40 times. I've done his golf for 27 years. We built a teen center in downtown Phoenix. He plays golf every morning. I can't do that anymore. No. And he works every night. Alice oh. is still very active and we both have been sober for about the same amount of time, 30-some years. we get along just great. And he just made a comment later when he was asked to make a comment about the film. He said something that was really cool. He said, I would have been his best friend in grade school. I think that's
0: great. Wow. <laughs> that's, and now, yeah. I know uh, once in a while you'll talk about golfing with Clint Eastwood. Can you beat Clint?
1: You know what? Clint and I, got. we were on the same team last year. On our flight, we got second place, and I'm going back to 22nd. Of this month to go back and play in the Clint again. It'll be the 19th Clint wow. in a row. Wow! So we'll, we'll be playing together again. I like the way Clint plays. Our tea time is usually after 12, which is the way I like it. I like <laughs> to get up at 11, have some lunch, and tee off about 12:30. That's what Clint likes to do, also. So yeah, he's still doing it. He's doing a film right now, and he'll be there for the Clint. He's 92, and uh, wow! You know, I do a song in my show now. About him, a uh, two years ago, him and Toby Keith were were playing golf, and Clint said, "I'm going to be 88 this year," and Toby said, "What are you going to do?" And Clint said, "Well, I have a movie next week, and we start production Monday." And Toby said, "What well, keeps you going?" And Clint said, "I get up every morning and try not to, try not to let the old man in." And that's the name of the song, "To Let the Old Man In." Oh wow! And it's perfect for me. I found something that I really relate to about you know about being older and. uh, I do it now in my shows, and it's uh, something I really enjoy. So, you know, golf golf has become a big part of my life. You know, it, it changed my life when I came out of rehab. Uh, golf changed my life and me to save my life, so it's pretty amazing. That's
0: so the golf. first time I saw you on anything was about 1980, maybe a couple years yeah. before that. Up in smoke, you were the freak with the basketball. How'd you get that gig? I God, how did you
1: pick me out of all that? Yes,
0: I don't know. Something...
1: I well, I I had a pretty good part in it, and that and Annie Hall, and uh, at the same time too. And but they were all just small parts, and pretty much in on the on the on the uh, cutting room floor. But you know what? I got so much work out of it at that time; it didn't matter. My first Tonight Show with David Brenner got me so much work, and it climaxing with being the co-host of Don Kirshner's rock concert from 77 to 81. Wow. I mean, that was big. From that, I got started to become a judge in the gong show. I started doing all this other stuff. You know, there were so many variety shows at that time. My partner, Mule Deer and Moondog Medicine Show, we did the John Biner Comedy Hour on CBS. We were doing in concert at that time. We were doing the Midnight Special, you know, and opening for groups like the Guess Who and uh, the We Five and uh, War, and fly in the Family Stone and the wow. Beach Boys. It, it was quite a ride. It still is, as a matter of fact.
0: And the first time I saw you do stand-up was uh, early 90s. I don't remember the year, but it was you and Bruce and Terry, Williams and Ree, and Michael Johnson and Spearfish. You guys played the, uh, the Passion Play stage.
1: That's a very memorable job for me because I threw my back out two days before that, and I remember standing out there with a giant ice pack wrapped around my back, and some jeans that we had to get on a buy with four inches too big in the waist, just so I could get through the show. That was <laughs> that was a memorable night. And we've lost Michael Johnson. Darling, yeah, you know, which is too bad. One of the best ever.
0: Were you guys roommates at one time?
1: We were roommates of Steve Martin. Okay, Michael Johnson and I and Steve lived together in a in a house in Palms, California. Yeah, and uh we were all starting our careers. You know, I was at Ledbetter's with. With the new society, Steve was writing on the Smothers Brothers show, and Michael was just starting to go out on his own and also working at Leadbetters with me, with Randy Sparks. Randy Sparks gave a lot of us our first break. He's the guy that started the New Christian Minstrels, and we all had that great club Leadbetters to work off of. You know, it was our kind of our springboard to go to other, do other things. Steve, uh, Steve credits me for saving his, his writing career at Smothers Brothers. He hadn't come up with anything for a while. And he needed something, and I gave him a couple of things out of my show. It worked and broke broke his writer's block. And, matter of fact, I just talked to Tommy Smothers about five days ago. Tommy was calling all the people in his phone book to see if we were all alive yet.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I got to open a show in in the early 90s with the Smothers brothers, and Tommy gave me an autographed yo-yo.
1: Oh, yeah, of course. He was yo-yo man. Yeah. Oh, he was incredible with that. Oh, definitely. They were on... uh, they were on CBS Sunday morning a couple weeks ago. It was fantastic to see them again. And
0: Steve Martin I saw before Saturday Night Live. I was just a little kid. Uh, he opened for the Carpenters in Jamestown, North That's, Dakota.
1: That sounds right. Gosh, wow. wow. Jamestown. I hope it wasn't in the winter.
0: <laughs> no, it was not. But it was in the <laughs> high school gym because they didn't have a okay. civic center or anything like that back then. So,
1: Well, he's remained a great friend. He's all these people have that have come forward. And you know, Kevin, the really great thing about it has been the Opry. Becoming a member of the Opry, and, uh, which I'll probably be over 200 shows easily by the end of this year, and to become the 230th member in 100 years. And I think when my first, uh, my being inducted, both myself and Henry Cho were inducted into the Opry. He was 229, I was 230. Two comedians that hadn't they hadn't had a comedian actually inducted for almost 50 years, so. It's, you know, it's quite, an honor. quite we watched,
0: an honor. We watched that. Were you really surprised?
1: I was pretty surprised. Marty Stewart set it up in February on the guys. They were doing a new show on comedians on the Opry. So Henry and I are sitting there, and they, we thought the cameras were rolling and all this stuff. And then at the end, he said, by the way, we'd, we'd like to invite you guys on. And that's how it happened. Wow. So he went in first, and Marty invited me. Vince inducted me on March 10th, which was as good as gets. game. Good skill to Induct me on the Opry. Another guy has been an incredible friend all these years, yeah. and one of the people you know that I've gravitated toward. I I always gravitated toward funny musicians. That was always my deal. That's why anybody I worked with was usually a funny musician. Whether it was my partner in the seventies, whether it was my partner who was here at the you know at college when we left, and people like Roger Miller that I came you know it was yeah. close to. And that's funny musicians to me was always the deal. More than hanging out with just comics, yeah.
0: Doing comedy at the Opry's is on my bucket list. Always has been. Well,
1: you got to come down, and come down to the Opry one of these.
0: Yeah, going to have to do stuff in there. But. Seat. I can get you a seat right on the stage. Ooh, yeah. ooh. I'm, I'm yeah. on my way right now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, well, I'm going to let you go because you're a busy, busy fella, but uh, congratulations on the South Dakota Hall of Fame and especially the Opry. That was, we watched all that, and then we just thought it was fantastic. The, uh, the Thank op- you very much. The Opry. Man. Yeah, it was great. And then, because uh, wow. I I think, uh, yeah, I am seed when you went into the, what the South Dakota's, Country Hall of Fame, or I don't remember what it was. It was you the, did. It was at the Moose Lodge. At <laughs> the
1: Moose Lodge in Rabbit City, Country Music Hall of Fame. Yeah. Oh That's my right. gosh, I forgot yeah.
0: about that till just now. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah.
1: Well, I'm in all of them. I went into the South Dakota Rock and Roll Hall of Fame with Bobby V first, and then that then to the Country Music. So now I've been all three
0: of them. My mom went to yeah. high school with Bobby V. Really, yeah.
1: <laughs> well, he was one of my favorites. He always was. It was really an honor to you know Gwyn with him. Oh, he was yeah. a big star, you know,
0: yeah. pretty cool. He's great. You know, the
1: whole thing is amazing ride, Kevin. And I'm still doing it. You know, it's, it's just amazing to me. It's it's wearing us out here at the in Spearfish because of all this stuff that we're trying to do national stuff. Need is just does everything. When I'm leaving, I have to go out on the road, and we've got the Hall of Fame. We've got all these things going, and It's, you know, we kind of say we wish it would have happened in our 40s. People tell us it did. We just weren't paying attention. Yeah,
0: yeah, exactly. (laughs) All right, this question I've been dying to ask you, because every time I interview a celebrity, I always always save this question for the end. But this one, this one I'm really looking forward to, because I can't even imagine what your answer is going to be. Who is the biggest name in your cell phone?
1: The biggest name in my cell phone? Right now, it would probably be, I think probably Clint Eastwood would probably be the biggest one. Yeah,
0: I expected you to I'm, say I'm that. I'm thinking.
1: That's pretty that's big. the first name that came to mind. <laughs> Steve Martin, of course, is pretty big, too, in there. There's several of them in there. Vince Gill and Amy Grant. We can't forget them. Oh, no, no. Perfect. Yeah, Jay Leno. Jay Leno's on my cell phone. Oh, and Alice Cooper's on my phone. Oh, oh Now I'm in trouble. you are going to try to steal my phone, right?
0: <laughs> Gary, it's been a pleasure to speak with you. I hope to get to see you soon.
1: Looking forward to it. Yeah, thanks.
0: All right, thank you, my friend. Have fun at the Hall of Fame. I will.
1: Thank yeah. you, man.